episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Welcome back to another Meddling with Super Science and Finding Out. We're drinking in the Avengers Tower and trying to lift Thor's hammer on this week's episode of Cosmic Age of Critron. This is GM Patrick here, your generic mutant-like villain, and joining me in floating Sokovia and trying to comment it back to Earth, my five friends and Earth's mightiest heroes. And since we've already done the Avengers this week, the introductions is 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 happening again, but you're getting different folks, different people. So across the digital table from me, get ready to nudge the hammer and toss a patriotic Starfinder shield salute. It's Miles playing Captain Raimi. Good evening. On my right, a giant green rampaging savage soothed by a sweet scarlet song. It's Tyler playing Edros Smash. You might have been Hulk last time. I don't care. To to his left, uh, she's laying down the law with a solarian hammer. It's Rebecca playing Thorlindra. Hello. To my left, tossing out Stone Age arrows and New Age get-ems. It's Drew playing Hawkfeld Spar. At least my accent is consistent. And finally, to his left, our brainy tech lore with a set of giant Hulk-busting armor. It's Jabert as Iron Andes. Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> I am that's a what robot. Iron Man says, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That infamous, that infamous scene where Tony Stark gets in uh, Captain America's face and just goes, beep, boop, boop. Oh, get behind me. Beep, boop, boop. Guys, last week, you all entered a darkened section of Absalom Station where you found some monsters devouring people whole. Your first question as we get into this week's last time on is, well, what was the name of the square where we had the fights last week? The fight Hmm. in the square. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, Rebecca might be saving you guys. What is it, Rebecca? We were hustling to get to Downlow Square. That's correct. Downlow yeah. Square. Uh, your next question. Uh, while you engage with four large monsters that had a, a hankering for your hero hides, how many critical hits and how many super hits did the monsters score? Ooh. Mm, yeah, we're getting real hard now. Ooh. Super hard. I think it was... Ooh, okay. You're, you're, go- you're going to venture. I think there were two super hits... Mm-hmm. Zero crits. That's incorrect. Oh. I did finally get a crit. Oh. <laughs> finally. Oh, no. And one and one super hit. It was a one or and one. I was convinced that you got no hits. Period. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> did you even touch us? <laughs> yes, I got a crit. Taylor, I did it. <laughs> Last but not least, these monsters, or whatever they are, seem to be regenerating uh, as they have not yet been slayed. Your final question is. Name three of the types of damage that you guys have not yet applied to them. <laughs> this is this is more of a, a pop quiz to test your knowledge. I have a list of four <laughs> that you haven't applied. Mm. Name three of them. I don't think we've Tyler, done that. Oh. You want to go for this one? It seems like you wanted to. <laughs> no, Drew's, Drew's about to answer. Uh, all right. So so I, I know we've done fire. All right. I'm not asking what you did. Okay. That's going what you ain't done. I don't think we've done acid, sonic, cold. That, that is three of the four that I got. The, the last one being force. But, ah, mm, yes, I would not have would not have that remembered that one. <laughs> correct. No curse, no boon this week. As 
indeed we're getting right back into it and you guys ended having failed these beasts but not having figured out exactly what they were you've seen them eat people and you are literally watching as their wounds stitch up in in real time here (laughs) because i I believe we determined last week miles you had a chance to figure out maybe what they are with life science no comment (laughs) do you do you want to make a roll this week sure be hilarious <laughs> hilarious if uh <laughs> super low <laughs> oh goodness gracious it's a 43 <laughs> yeah you know everything about void trolls trolls oh of the void. those old chestnuts indeed regular trolls have been twisted by contaminants or radiation and something has altered them and to turn into these horrific monsters just fueled by devouring flesh and indeed you can <laughs> tell your compatriots now you gotta you, you get up close to them and see these wounds stitching up that you've got to burn them with acid in order to stop this process just just coat them in it <laughs> what's the difference between a void troll and just like a troll Great question. Raimi has rolled high enough to probably tell you the differences. I believe uh, Voitrol has the ability that you guys saw last week where it can reflect damage back oh, on you. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if a normal troll's regeneration is stopped by acid. I think it's just fire for a regular troll. I think it's um, acid or fire, but that could be a misremember. Didn't come up, but they have spell resistance 25 as well. <laughs> Ooh, shiny. Uh, imagine those are three things that Raimi might be able to figure out. Do you guys have access to the acid? Nope. Uh, I don't, but I can stand over one of them and just like pummel him with like 200 damage each round. So. <laughs> just lay it on thick. <laughs> I'll stay here, guys. I'll keep them down. <laughs> Every round you just try to figure out the other one. You cycle to a new one. (laughs) Do 200 damage. Just (laughs) the circuit stays up. (laughs) Eventually, uh, oh no, hay circuit is like basically out. I've tried to track the number of rounds uh, Alindra has left. I think there's just one round left. Oh no. Uno. I guess I can stand in the middle of all of them and just start way on. So. I'm trying to think but miles does Raimi have access to to anything that could do acid damage um, spells or does anybody have a gun or any weapons i think i have hold on, hold on. do i have it or did i get rid of it <laughs> i have corrosive haze okay is that it's a five foot cloud damage. of acid resistant nanites continually converts nearby water vapor into deadly acid Okay, okay, I'm looking at it. Uh, corrosive haze. Yes, has a five foot diameter. So if you want to cast that, you can kind of coat an area if you want to pile these bodies up. Yeah, and, let's do uh, it. Yeah, let's, and let's drag them all together. Burninate them. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. Nice. All right. So after doing that, indeed, their entire molecular composition begins to break down, and the the stitching up ceases as it just becomes kind of inert radioactive flesh gooey gooey flesh (laughs) 
I guess now we're technically out of combat from last week. (laughs) You figured out my only weakness. Acid damage. A pit of acid. Right. So um, as you guys are doing this, this might take a few minutes uh, to figure out and and apply. You'll you'll get another buzz from Cambisa June on comms who says, uh, you all have done an amazing job uh, settling the riots and all those those creatures. So many things have gone haywire since the attack started. Uh, this has been a trying few hours. How how are you all holding up? I mean, we're taking some bruises. Uh, we're all still standing, I think. How we doing, guys? <laughs> I am completely fine. <laughs> but say, I don't think you got really up in the scrum. Does anybody need to take a 10 minute rest? I would like to take a 10 minute rest if that is an option. Yeah. Anybody else? Well, I, don't, I don't remember how much damage I did. I, I did not roll a stellar last week. <laughs> Didn't roll very cosmic, if you will. I'm going to try to I'm trying to pull up my thing here. I've got the I've got the resolve points. I'll, I'll go ahead and spend one. Okay. Okay. I'm guessing Edros is just rolling with it because Tyler is, he's got his arms crossed and he's just shaking his head at me. So angry about (laughs) about this entire season. Oh, yeah. Driving it well to you. You, you, I I somehow seem to be playing a tank that Patrick does not like to put damage on (laughs) because I have, I have full stamina and health. Oh, well. Drew, Drew did. Drew did heal me from. Did some heal you back yeah. somewhere? I did do some damage to you. you so did. let's just. You did. It was just undone pump, by the resident envoy. Pump them brakes. Oh, I do need <laughs> to remember that I can't use that ability next combat. <laughs> yeah, can you use it all, only once or only once per person? Once per rest. Okay. Right. So, Kambisa will continue on as you guys maybe take a breather here, and now that the. Void trolls have been taken on. Emergency services come to Download Square and start escorting survivors out of the buildings nearby, cordoning off the area, reigning in this destructive carnage around you guys. Can be so. We'll continue on. It says the fleet is is still holding off Arc Prime, and it it seems to have a fleet of fighters around it, but no ship has been able to even approach it close enough to get a scan. Isafina knots, apparently in the same room as Kempisa June kind of butts in and says, well, pardon the interruption. I, it, it looks like you all have a priority one transmission coming in from Stewards HQ. Says it's from Director General Lynn Camulin himself. Can can I patch that call in? Go ahead. A Lashantin man appears in kind of holographic form before you here in, in the square and in, in full regalia and in uniform and you see vestiges of a large table in front of him last time you saw him was the, the prior day at the pact council meeting and he was arguing for sending troops and and kind of taking the fight to the the ship before it got here he he looks fairly tired a little haggard un, unshaved and and says uh Starfinders, I am I'm glad to, to hear that you all are safe and you're still within communications range. When when our backup generators went down, the well, comms have been spotty ever since the attacks. I'm sad to say this call isn't coming with, with good news. I'll, I'll cut right to the point. It, it seems the, the energy beam attack from, from Arc Prime has done the unthinkable. It, it's not only 
deactivated the star stone reactor that, that powers Absalom Station. Well, the scientists are, are telling me it's also neutralized the star stone's capacity as a drift beacon. We've 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 never seen this in, in 300 years, to my knowledge. Never had either fail, but both at once means well, this is a priority one concern. Yeah, we're cut off. Can't get in, can't get out, huh? The Oxian fleet enforcements made it here in time, but other reinforcements from from near space or the Vescarium, well, they might be completely out of the picture. We're trying to get the backup generators online, but it's, it's very slow, and, and they're only going to be able to keep the lights on. If, if Arc Prime attacks, the station shields are not going to hold, and we're going to be sitting ducks here. All they got to do is get through our, our fleet and... Believe me, that will will be the fight of our life. But it's looking more and more like a matter of hours and not days for that to happen. Well, to, to make matters worse, uh, we've we've lost all contact with the Starstone Defenders, as well as a crack engineering team that we sent in to to work on getting the Starstone reactor back online. As as he mentioned that name, the Starstone Defenders. Why don't you ads give me? Like if you have profession security or something similar to that or a, a culture check. And I'll tell you what you know about the Starstone Defenders. See if that's something in your character's kind of purview. Oh, seeing some good mystic checks here or culture checks. I think most of you guys have heard of them before, but I think Knack might know a little bit extra. They are indeed an elite force of guardians that keep the reactor space and the Starstone within the, the core of, of Absalom Station Spike safe. And maybe a little bit beyond that, in ancient times, there were many people that thought if they touched the Starstone, they could achieve godhood. And those kind of myths and stuff, even on this side of the gap and thousands of years later, people still try to sneak in there, even though it is you know, like 10 times more dangerous than a nuclear <laughs> reactor. Uh, all kinds of crazy electricity and magnetic distortion goes on down there to give the entire station power. So w- if people do sneak in, they likely just get obliterated. So the guards are as much there to keep the reactor safe as to keep people from, from hurting themselves, trying to touch the star stone. So with that said, are we going in to, to save them? Are we... We going well, to back him up, or do you have another another plot for us? I mean, I'm I'm just assuming the worst in this situation. If if the Starstone defenders have died, then whatever it is down there is bad news. And and so I'm I'm begging you now to see if you can go down and investigate, see if you can find any survivors, see if you can if if they are alive, assist the engineering team with getting the reactor back online. As he says this, Andis, your mind immediately goes back to the vision the Leovarin Dreamer or the Gilded Galleon gave to you of the immense light in the reactor, people kind of frozen in place and this large silhouette emerging from inside. I mean, is there any like special equipment we should be getting if we're going to be tackling something that is essentially labeled, you know, do not touch? You do not need to go anywhere near the the, the star stone itself, it is behind a massive amount of, of shielding to keep people safe. 
but you, you don't even need to be excellent engineers to, to help us out. All you need to do is reset the transformers attached to any of the backup generators. And if they're reset, that should be enough power to jumpstart the core itself. I'm I'm banking if if Arc Prime used any kind of similar tech to what you all saw on Jetterat, you might have a shot at getting this problem solved. My technical advisors do promise me, though, it's as easy as turning the backup generator on and off again. Well, that does sound manageable. I used to do that to my space Wi-Fi all the time. Now, it is a DC 55 engineering check, but I think Uh. you guys can do. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very big switch. (laughs) It's a complicated button, but. uh... I was like, typically when they tell us that it's. Very, very easy. It ends up being the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, as I said, it, it, I'm assuming the worst, and I'm s- sadly sending you into danger, perhaps, but I do think that you might be our best chance. There is a, a hidden access route on the spike behind some bar. Let me see here. The, the schematics has it listed as the Fusion Queen, but these are like a decade old. It could be, could be a... A fast food franchise now, for all I know. But I'll send you co- the coordinates. Uh, get get there as soon as you can, General. We've been uh, we've been down here quite a bit. Is there anything you can offer to to support us? Any supplies? Any 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 serums? Anything like that before we head in here? Just in case we need to patch ourselves or anybody else up. No, you're you're on your own. We we're stretched thin on the other side of the station, dealing with the effects. Trying to get people to safety. And we don't have time for it. Knack, Knack, you're going to have to be a hero here. You're going to have to to do what needs to be done with the resources that you have on your person. Maybe what you can loot as you head down there. But that is it. That's what we do, General. We'll get to it. Indeed, they are sending you like a block away from Raimi's rumpus room. And as you get down there, it is just... You see a blinking light in a an alleyway where for sure you you've seen people relieving themselves. And and as you go up, it automatically like a wall opens up, the bulkhead kind of gives way and, and falls into the floor, and you see a, a wide platform, rusted steep ladder, ladder-like stairs kind of leading down in a spiral pattern further than your dark vision can can show. You're you're probably going to be climbing down 10 levels of, of the spike somewhere in there. All in all, the, the route it looks like they're taking on you looks like it's going to take a, about half hour or so to to navigate. Camilla June will, will say as you begin your trek, it's like, you, you all have your work cut out for you. Uh, a- after these steps, there are many conduits, some of which you must crawl through. To, to access the, the back paneling of the reactor space. Uh, g- good luck, Drift Rider crew. Good luck. You you will need it. Adros, I think, just says out loud, <laughs> how come everybody who sends us somewhere always wishes us good luck? We have ever, I don't know if you we've know ever what? needed it. You know what? Pronk you, Adros. Bad luck to you. My comms were off. You didn't hear anything. No, no you forgot to hit the button. <laughs> There's a button in here? Oh, man. How many things have people heard? <laughs> oh, every Ross, time we, you've we gone hear, to the bathroom. all of that. <laughs> Each and every time, and it's very disturbing. We thought you were doing it on purpose. You know there's a no. bathroom inside the rumpus room. You don't have to use the alley. 
<laughs> Listen, I've asked you guys many times to give me instructions on how to use this equipment, and nobody that's, writes them up. <laughs> that's that's just Vesk, you know, social norms. Don't shame his culture, Drew. <laughs> they I, they pee on it? secret tunnels into Starstone reactors. That's how they go. I'm going to need to do a check to confirm that what you're telling me is the truth. I'm just kidding. Right, so you guys have a bit of a hike. We're in montage mode of that, like every 15 minutes of the Lord of the Rings trilogy where it's just wide panning shots of of you marching in formation through like these, these huge long stairs that are like ship stairs, you know, it's extremely inclined ladders and... Jeffrey's tube kind of areas where you have to like crawl through. Is, is there any topic of conversation you guys are, are talking about as you're heading off to like the f- fifth huge amount of danger in like the last few hours? Where to begin? You guys know what a Jeffrey's tube is? No. <laughs> well, well, we'll talk about it before Friday. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if Edros has anything in particular. I think he's complaining that we keep getting sent on errands when he just wants to go after the ship he doesn't understand how dumb that would you know he he, he just thinks we could make it work somehow uh, <laughs> and that you know everything that we've come up against could have probably been handled by other people he've snuck onto giant ships before and, and destroyed them from the inside that's like pretty standard operating procedure for you guys it's true it's true <laughs> Andis, do you share at all like any of the visions that that you got from the dreamer? Any of those those four visions? Perhaps that one of them has came true already. The the attack in Downlu Square. Yeah, I think maybe in, during the during our ten minute rest after that fight, mm. I would have divulged some of that information mm. to my uh, to my compatriots and. <laughs> I think these things are coming true. Flashbacks to all that 10 minute break. Do you remember? Do you remember 15 minutes ago when we took that 10 minute break? Yeah. (laughs) Remember what I told you then? (laughs) Let me tell you again. This is how exposition works, right? (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Do, Do you all remember? I asked this in the last time on last week as well to keep it in your minds once more what uh, exactly uh saw. Uh, we were surrounded by skittermanders at one point you were you, whelps. they were there were a couple crawling on you and indeed a crazy beast coming out of a giant reactor oh right great beast a beastie Ah, that one seems more relevant than maybe the Skittermanders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we don't know uh, yet. There's well, there's plenty of ways to interpret that. I mean, right. The Skittermanders. Metaphorical beast. <laughs> the Skittermanders are the actual big bad of this book. <laughs> <laughs> Do not let them go. <laughs> right. A- after you guys finish on the the main course here it begins to open up a little bit you get larger ducts and tunnels that start to show signs of people having been through here you see kind of access panels opened up and what would look like blast doors uh, just open 
maybe not open completely a few feet or so. Some places you see some exposed wires and some quick patches that looks like they they open them up along this this route, this supposedly secret access route. What, while you guys are walking through here, why don't you give me a perception check just for funsies? You haven't had a good old what's happening perception check in at least a book or an episode, I should say. <laughs> Man, season four of this podcast, we should just call. Yes, guys, guys should be thankful. Drew rolls very well on every skill check forever and ever, <laughs> yeah. forever and ever. I mean, it certainly. I don't always. Uh, oh. T- Tyler doesn't even roll them. He just doesn't give me I, I, the I satisfaction. Elect I elect to fail. <laughs> uh, Adros is, is Adros isn't looking ahead. He actually has his Paragon Bolter out, and he's. <laughs> Uh, he's making some adjustments and making sure the ammo, the bolt is is just, just screaming death metal lyrics to himself. No, so no, no he, as low as possible. He's, Rah, he's, like, he's like giant reactor beast. <laughs> I have a big old bolt ready for this thing. <laughs> he heard those words and like didn't listen to any of the other things they just said. It's like, nope, you had me. You had me a giant. You had me a giant reactor beast. I knew. <laughs> I knew you would steal my heart somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's very loud as you're you're clanking through your armor through these these back tunnels and things like that. But Knack, you are able to hear something behind you back through the, the pipes and from where you've come from in where there's like no other side tubes or, or tunnels or anything. You see someone standing there, maybe back behind you, like 60, 70 feet very curiously dressed, uh, a blue-skinned, blue-haired gentleman you see with golden horns. Seems to be wearing a th- old-timey three-piece suit, kind of checking a, a watch attached by a, a silver chain. And and as you notice them, they kind of look up at you for a moment and kind of gives you a little head tilt. And there's a fast fluttering of what looks like gossamer wings. And then they're just gone in a flash. They are they have disappeared. Did did anybody else see that? See what? There was somebody following us. Uh, I, I, impeccable style, uh, maybe a little dated, but I don't know. We, we need to keep our eyes open. Nobody else saw this? Am I the only one? I don't know what you're talking about, man. Is the way that this individual was dressed anything that I can pull information from? Hmm. I mean, you can tell. I mean, it's either a crazy throwback or indeed a very old style. Why don't you, though? I mean, you got a good look at maybe what this thing was. Uh, why don't you give me a mysticism check, Drew? Oh, boy. Now, yeah, it's your you're the I skill guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, natural 20. <laughs> Four. What was your total score? Twenty-six. <laughs> I leave that mysticism stuff to our magic people. I don't oh know. no, true. Yeah, y- you don't know what this thing Na- was. Natural it's- twenty doesn't add a couple points or anything. Not an automatic success. <laughs> you know what? How about this? Yeah, natural twenty is actually a thirty. <laughs> it's still not enough to know what this thing is. <laughs> you know what? You got it, Drew. You got a thirty-six. Still don't know. <laughs> yeah, it it's it's odd that you perhaps can't recognize it. Indeed, you you scan through like just about every 
species you you've seen like you had rolled a culture check things you've you've seen come through Absalom station from the furthest reaches of the galaxy doesn't match up with anything just why why your old mysticism came up short let's let's keep moving just eyes and ears and antenna and psychic powers let's let's just I mean, the good news is, is if they're wearing a three-piece three piece suit, then they're probably pretty easy to kill, right? I mean, no armor usually means easy to hit. So, probably not a threat. Uh, we're, we're, we're entering the, the part of the campaigns where, like, the the smaller a creature is, it's like in an anime, the, the less imposing the bad guy is, like the vastly more powerful they are, you know? <laughs> if, like, right. an an old man in a cane is, it's like the last boss in the tower, you're going to have a hard time. <laughs> this isn't even my final form! <laughs> Idras, have we become so callous as to automatically assume that they are our enemy? How do we know that they aren't here watching over us? Or to be an ally, we could use some of those. Hmm. You're perhaps you're right. I think years of literally never having anyone come to our aid it has <laughs> biased me slightly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose the hopelessness is warranted. Racking my brain for NPCs that have fought alongside you. It's been pretty sparse, not gonna lie. <laughs> there was- Going back to season one. I mean, in yeah. season three, it's it not, has it's, happened. It, it it's, has it's not happened. These, it hasn't happened for the Drift Rider crew very much, but <laughs> no, no. On I Jeterat, mean, you had that one scientist who like traveled with you for like two episodes that you almost killed. <laughs> there was the, there was the uh, the the uh, the plucky teen in the in book in uh, season two. That, yeah, uh, that's, that's not Drift Rider crew. We're, we're talking <laughs> in character yeah. here. I mean, Clara two four seven messed around a little bit. Recall we ran through the jungle with us for a little bit, but they were there was like a nice kish person that moved around with us probably like a second or two. (laughs) He forgot all the five or four. Uh, (laughs) I I don't. Well, I mean, all those were like enemies first. And maybe if they are an enemy, you can you can turn them into friends. But yeah, as you continue on here, maybe a few minutes later, you're still a couple minutes away from the where you're supposed to enter into the Starstone Reactor space. You see this character again, and this time you can point out to everyone because they don't flit away. This time they are ahead of you in your path, up above on a on a gantry, kind of watching quietly, maybe maybe seated with a, a small thermos they're, they're drinking from uh, the cap. You see some steam rising off the, the top and... Just kind of watching you quietly as you move forward. You see it now? Dross will roll mysticism to see if he sees it now. <laughs> I've rolled a natural 20 for a 40. <laughs> no, just pretend you don't see it. <laughs> pretend Mac is crazy. Yeah. Well, there you go, Tyler. Tyler rolled well on a skill check. Wait a minute. What, what podcast are we on right now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Up I don't know if I've ever rolled a natural 20 on mysticism before. Any skill check. I don't think I, I don't think I really have. I'm about to very exciting. Yeah. So this, I will, what map are we on? I'm on, I'm on the map. I can show you, show you what you, you see up here in this indeed gossamer winged blue skinned 
horned creature in a in a very oh, the, the art looks like a two piece suit, but well, it's close enough, folks. Close enough. There's no vests this, in space. <laughs> they they hamper your 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 writing in zero G. This is not an angel or angelic kin like Kapak you you've met. This is not a a fae, but indeed is something altogether stranger. This is something from another dimension or an outsider from somewhere. Uh, natural 20. Mysticism 40 is still not enough to know exactly what this <laughs> is, though. Believe it or not. Uh, so I, I think Adros sees this and he says, well, I don't know what it is, but in all my time working with, you know, Sir and Ray and people of the temple, I've never heard of anything like it. It seems outsider-ish, but not. And hmm, we have a weird person, thing, individual. Well, this entity. isn't the first uh, weird thing, individual entity that we've uh, seen today. So, nope, we're kind of playing uh, things bingo. Are afoot. Yes. <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the. <laughs> Starstone Reactor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this turns out to be old, crusty McGillicuddy, whose amusement park got torn down. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Quick, grab his face right out the gate. <laughs> just pull on his horns real, real easy. Yeah, what do you guys want to do? You just walking past? I guess we try to communicate with it. That's what Knack would deign to do no matter what, probably. Uh, greetings, friend. Uh, notice you... Uh, you following us a little bit back there. Are you here to uh, to help us? Oh, you can see me. Oh, well, worry not about I. <laughs> you see, I'm quite early for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even here yet, technically. Uh, uh, please don't let me stop you at all. Carry on. Stiff upper lip. All that. This is maybe the worst accent I've ever heard. Um, I really regret rolling so well on my knowledge check. <laughs> I, you know, I, I I know in my heart of hearts I should leave this alone, but I, I got to know more, friend. Come on. Okay, can I at least get a name for when we do meet down the line? Take a, a long drought from their, their thermos. So apologies, but you have already have asked me that, and I've already had answered, and we will have already mentioned that I find having had repeating myself rather droll, not something I do often. Apologies. Perhaps if you had had or will have had a question which will have had not been answered, I can assist you in the answering. I should have packed a lunch. Or a sonic screwdriver. Raimi's just <laughs> greatly irritated and is mumbling to neck. I just disintegrate him. Look, if he's out of oh, time, I've got it ready right now. <laughs> Fingertips are burning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alindra, can you get a psychic read on this guy of any kind? Oh, that's a great question. Can I detect thoughts on him? Look at the stat block here. I'll roll a Dyson secret real quick. And is it a 20? No, no, you cannot detect oh, thoughts. It, it just seems to, to bounce off like he is not standing there. Now that we get a better mm. look at him, can I roll like life science to identify or anything like that? Just 
Unfortunately, no, no, it'd be mysticism. All Definitely right. now that you look at him, not any life form that you've ever seen before. All right. Well, we got stuff to do and we don't have time for side trips right now. Let's get down to this core and get the get get the process going. Hi, Karumba. Uh, and it's just waves as the as he walks past. They'll kind of <laughs> give like a, a a cheers in your direction. Oh, I have a question. I have mm-hmm. a question for him. Okay. Tell Better not be friends. boring. Better not be boring, Rebecca, is all I got to say. At what time should we expect to meet you again? We've already met. I'm so sorry that I had to explain this to you again. It's happened. It is happening. It's happening right now, actually. So I have to go. My apologies. So long. Farewell. And, well, I, I hope we'll have some better tea conversation. Or we'll have had it in that past. Cheerio. And so this is what the this, cat. So <laughs> yeah, is is he's he's up in like a a nest like position, like in a tree and a gantry above you, very similar to Cheshire Cat. Didn't mean to do that on purpose, but that's where they're at. And indeed, just a flutter of their wings, and they disappear. And a form of teleportation magic does not seem familiar to you. It doesn't look like they wink out of existence. They just kind of like turn to dust, and then they're gone in like a wisp of smoke. And as if this is one of your like offshoots or a future version or like a and do you think, do you think this looks like Andes? I can't I don't know anymore. <laughs> I do We've have met names. a lot of androids. <laughs> the, the art looks like a blue version of 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 David Bowie crossed with the devil in legend uh tim yeah. curry's <laughs> devil in legend <laughs> he I, he he gives all he doesn't look like but he gives off like the neil gaiman's lucifer vibe yes mm. i mean yes. we have to remember andis is kind of blue already and we've met that a pirate we've met that a, is just terrible true. we've met a yes, pirate and, we've met a pirate andis we've met uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, all looked, they all looked like andis none of them had horns drew well i'm, well, I'm rewriting yet. I'm rewriting the character now to be far future Andis just to mess with Drew. <laughs> I said way future Scrooge. 400,000. <laughs> I'm Andis 9,000. <laughs> boop. That's his line, right? That's what Iron Man says. Oh. <laughs> Callbacks. Get it. Get it, Drew. Right. So they're gone in a, a puff of spoke. And yeah, the, the path is clear for you guys. Let's get back to it. I'm sure this um, won't come back to bite me in particular. <laughs> At the end of your journey here through these remote access tunnels, you come to an archway that reads auxiliary reactor level E. And as you enter this next room, it'll it'll open up to you and your comms begin to glitch out. They start. It sounds like communications coming through them, very staticky. And as you go to like answer them, they, they actually start playing off in in your ears at random times and you hear your teammates voices coming through, but they're obviously not syncing up with what anyone is saying to you right now. So, Raimi, you hear like Knack talking to you uh, about, I don't know, something having to do with Eox and maybe a dross here. You hear a conversation that you had over comms with Alindra back on Castravel. Maybe, maybe something in this from one of your teammates talking about staking on to the Empire of Bones. <gasps> Bones. 
and more bone troopers and more importantly bone cars something about bones happening right now freaking bonies (laughs) good old bones let's see I guess I guess you could still mess up this check. But you got to give me another culture check. I think Drew's got to roll like two ones. Stranger things have happened. We've got a four. <laughs> oh, Ramy, you can figure it out. Yay! And better than Knack, as this is indeed some kind of timey wimey things. It seems like your comms are replaying conversations that you have sent to your teammates over the years. So these are blasts from the pasts from season one of Cosmic Crit. Things your characters have calmed to one another. And, you know, some of them are just like laughs or little conversations. Other time you're you're yelling. It's like, look out, there's a bone trooper right behind you. <laughs> what <laughs> is this? A clip show? <laughs> Don't spoil next week's episode, Drew. <laughs> we replay all of season one of Cosmic Raid <laughs> in skill checks. No, uh, that that is what is happening here. And as you walk into this room, it looks like parts of it are not lit correctly. But as you go up, you see these kind of fuzzy edge spots hanging around the air. Some of them as large as like three to five feet across. Others... Maybe the smallest, the size of like a ball that would fit in a basket. But as you draw near them, you can hear over comms and in real life. Some sort of a basketball. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Technically, those don't exist in Starfinder. So I have to describe it as a a ball that would fit in a basket, you know, a ball basket. It is given off like a static noise as you, you move up to these distortions. Do you guys like to do anything here? Can I use physical science to see what these balls might be made of? I don't think they're actually physical. So oh, probably so no. closer to a mysticism check. If anybody does want to, to roll. Does anybody want to investigate them in any way, shape, or form? Besides staring. I mean, I'll go up and try to touch it. Oh, mm-hmm. Look at it with a stick. <laughs> Yes, that's, we were warned that's, not to touch things as we were down here, you know. Uh, just <laughs> nope, Drew. Rebecca said she pokes it. Actually, uh, can can I spray my fire extinguisher at it and see what happens? <laughs> the fire extinguisher comes back so often. Your second go-to gear. You're you're convinced it's going to be useful one day. This, this, I, is, this is like Chekhov's fire extinguisher. <laughs> I really want to film a horror movie with Rebecca as the lead, and she just has a fire extinguisher for oh my the gosh. whole movie, and she's just terrorizing the slasher with this fire extinguisher some, at every turn. Some final girls have axes, some yeah. chainsaws. She's just beating them with the yeah. the blunt end of yeah. the fire extinguisher. The, the third act, them. the third act twist would be the slasher tries to give up, and Rebecca just refuses to, to stop the punishment and just lays just continues to spray this person mercilessly with the fire extinguisher fire maiden 3d <laughs> that's a terrible name rebecca as alindra pokes at the this this weird <laughs> techno magical kind of spot in the air you see the paint job the like the chrome finish on your armor like boil up and the your hand or finger whatever you poke in there kind of comes back corroded and rusted a little bit and 
I think as as you're looking at it and, and putting that together, Jabert Andis, ha- as is an old soul, perhaps something in, inside you telling you exactly what is happening here. These seems to be pockets of time dilation. Moving your hand into it, it seemed like decades have have passed like for your finger mm-hmm. in that little spot and in in other like my times hand turns into a hook Alindra <laughs> 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 hits you with a fire extinguisher <laughs> it's a monster <laughs> run uh, <laughs> no no it, at, at other I, mean, I think if you put your hand into like a different one and this like nothing happens maybe like the the opposite is happening there maybe like just time isn't moving at all it feels like it gets like sucked in a little bit and you have to pull your, your arm out but yeah as as you move through you get to open up a, another door here mm-hmm. um, I'm guessing you guys are continuing on you, yeah. you want to open no, up I think the we're next good room. to just hang out for a little bit with the time orb you know spend some time <laughs> with the time orb you know we want to figure out how to do the time warp how to to turn this into a weapon <laughs> anything could be a weapon I want to throw one of these at the enemy it's true opening up the next corridor here what's where's my description for what you see ahead of you in this next hallway looks like a maintenance tunnel there's plain white ceramic tiles sealing the walls of kind of a cylindrical chamber here you see maglev rails running along the the floor and it, it seems like they're they're powered down right now you don't see anything having entered here in some time but yeah same thing in this next room patches of air kind of burst in these strange dark shimmering clouds the only other thing you see there's a door at the end and on the ground what looks like five little pieces of armor like little little flight soups in like a heap in the middle here when you say little small small how many arms do the flight suits have? 30 like in total. Okay. Amongst the five. Yeah, that 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 math checks out. There's some maybe some engineering tools uh, in the, the pile as well. You guys heading up to investigate. Yeah, Adras will go over Let's and use his Paragon Bolter to poke at one of the spacesuits. It's over here where I've marked it on the, the map. I've put my token right next to it for you. All right. And you are confirming that Adras is... Touching it physically. Yeah, just uh, watch out for any time or if the weapon counts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to ask that for everything you guys like <laughs> ever touch. It's like you're confirming your character is consenting <laughs> to touch this, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, good, no. good. All right. Nothing happens. It, it, it's just a little piece of armor. And you can turn them over. There's little holographic name tags designating who they belong to. You know, see the names Silo, Quat. Tybee, Vonut, and Schmiggles. I knew a Schmiggles once in the old days. Uh, can you say those names again? Zillow, Quat, Tybee, Vonut, and Schmiggles. There's Good no time. sign of there's no signs of, of damage or, or violence. And indeed, these look to be shaped up as uh, armor for a Skittermander. And you all think recognize the names maybe <laughs> six months ago from our last holiday adventure this year 
you as players, I should say, not your characters. They're the ones that clean the magical toilet with Santa Genie in it on Gatorade. I thought they sounded familiar. Yeah. How do you forget a name like that? What a sentence. What a sentence that was, though. (laughs) Spoilers if you skip over the skip over the the special episode. (laughs) Everything is canon. All matters. That one technically is. I told you when we play that, those are our characters that are actually in the story. So Adras holds up one of these suits and says, great. So what is this, like five naked Skinnermanders we have running around this now? Mm. Yeah. Well, it's just getting better and better. As you say that, there's a uh, a, a click clack sound above you in the, the rafters right above this the circle and then you hear like a scream <laughs> and dropping down on top of and as 148 is a skittermander whelp about the size of a, a baby koala bear so it's like it's like tiny got coming on and kind of latching on and i'm just gonna make a couple quick attacks and see if i roll a Natural 20. No. Okay. So he's trying. If you don't know, a Skittermander whelp has a slug like. No, what is, what is it? It's kind of like a, a leech like appendage that comes out of their belly. Very penile. I, I, there's no two ways about it. It is prehensile and just kind of latches on. It's upsetting to behold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Skittermanders so much, but I was like, oh no, why'd they decide to do that for the babies? <laughs> I wanted cute babies, but these aren't cute babies. I guess the regular adult Skittermanders are already too cute. You had to like tone it yeah. down for the, the babies. Anyway, not, nothing cute about this says it's trying to like latch on to your your armor, perhaps in places where a, a Skittermander mother might have some apparatus that would be important to it. But uh, indeed, there's like razor sharp teeth on this thing that's like b- trying to bite your armor and us. <laughs> and it does not seem to it's seem the, to work. It's the most adorable attack I've ever I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do indeed need to roll a 20. I think I technically need to roll like a 40 <laughs> to, to really get a good bite in on your armor for a, a, a level one quarter Skittermander wealth, a CR one quarter. Well, let's roll for initiative. Take no prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> it's go time. Okay, who is this? From past adventures, this is our green Skittermander? I forget who played who. Silo. Uh, Silo. I don't know. I don't know how babies get her mandarin stock. I imagine it's kind of like a minion, you know, just (laughs) speaking simlish. I'm going to try to give it some of my my rations, maybe a little water out of a container or something. So Uh, they seem to be holding on in two of their hands. Like two are like attached to you. Two are <laughs> are like voraciously eating whatever you give it. And two of them have what looks like a, a very expensively looking ball like device. Mm. Can I can I just take that out of his hands? Well, as a 
father <laughs> of a child, uh, you know that's going to be a strength check in order <laughs> to, to do. And uh, it's, it's not not super possible. <laughs> You're going to have to really take candy from that baby. It, it's not even just a strength check. There's also some, like, some sleight of hand. <laughs> <There's>... oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like, this is mine now. <laughs> uh, you rolled a 19, a super hit on the dice. Are, are you trying to be gentle with it? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's just forceful, but. Uh, What's um, that over there? Gunk. Yeah, but like, but like, uh, inevitable. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. That, that's, how, that's how I try. That's how I try to like sort of pose these sorts of things with my daughter i'm just like i'm just like no no i'm gonna be gentle i'm gonna be tender but also no i'm having it now so, like i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a great deal stronger than you skitter vanderwelp i'm a great deal stronger than you it's like when i try to take something from my dog's mouth i just will like lift it up and it's like i'm sorry i have like five feet on you you're eventually gonna let go of your own weight thank you uh right so indeed they will give up the the ghost as they are pretty occupied with eating whatever rations you have on you maybe also taking a quick other couple bites out of your armor let me just see if i get another natural 20 here one of oh 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 so close so close a two and a four <laughs> let me let me roll a d100 see if i can hit you on a d100 38 nope still missed your armor. <laughs> did i tell you skittermanders roll d100s to hit it's so crazy it's pretty that's pretty cool it's a little op i don't know by so i think you gotta tone that down <laughs> Anything over 20 is a critical hand. No, as you pull it away from them, oh, perhaps make me a, an engineering or a mysticism check to identify what you got here. Oh, boy. Hey, not bad. Yeah, You're rolling rocks. <laughs> Jabert. <laughs> rolling good old rocks. This is a very high level techno magic device, actually. Perhaps one of these skittermanders brought it in with them mm -hmm. this is a mark three kinetic converter it's from the starfinder armory i think it's like a level 16 item and indeed it looks like a toddler's ball it's just like a little magical ball have you guys read about this item before i have not no yeah it didn't it didn't kind of light any <laughs> fires in my brain i was like from the armory how did i miss this you, one what'd you say it was called again a kinetic converter it can be a magical item so counts against your limit for magical items and it just kind of sticks to your armor or you can install it inside of your armor uh, for as many slots as its mark. So if you wanted to install this as an armor piece as well, you could do so with three slots. <laughs> and up to three times a day, you can, as a reaction, convert like a damage source into dispersing with this kinetic converter. And it kind of spreads it out and turns it into like pushing power instead mm. so for a mark three <laughs> converter once again level 16 it's like 172k each time you get hit it negates all the damage on a reaction but you are pushed back five feet for every 10 points of damage you would have taken 
and that could be used three times per day. It That's is pretty cool. Pretty bonkers. Nice. That pretty actually, nice. That'd be a pretty good thing to put on somebody who we don't want being hit. I was about to say, it's not macaroni. Great if you want to be in melee range because right. you'll be getting blasted back, kind of anime style, you know, like grabbing onto the ground to like I mean, slow it's your. Like, you know. like, it's really cool to be. I mean, it's a cool image, but like, just, mm-hmm. I mean, A, negating the damage, and then B, getting out of combat. <laughs> like, yeah. pretty handy <laughs> emergency exit yeah yes there there are some rules like if you like hit a solid object when you're getting pushed back you take like a d6 points of damage for like how many feet you're stopped mm-hmm. that that will still almost entirely usually be less damage than if you just took a full attack to your to your face but yeah, yeah. is anybody feeling very strong about using this immediately the dross is out of upgrade slots. And what about magical items? Oh, I oh, guess I it, it, it counts as one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. It can, yes. Okay. It is a little more expensive as a technological item because it's, as a Mark III, three upgrade slots. And now I'm out of magical items as well. So not something he can really throw on. I could possibly take it. I think I've got like five slots armor slots that's so much i have five armor slots as well but four of them are <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. mine are just mine are all full yeah i'm about to say i don't really know about high level armor because it's the only time we've played a <laughs> campaign so that i guess you can tell me you have 20 slots i'd be like really that seems high. i mean I, 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 I would not be opposed to taking it yeah go go right, for yeah, it do you, yeah get it do you want to take some time to try and install it right now sure uh, what's the official name again? The name, yeah, is a Mark III kinetic converter. I, I, I'll link it in our loot pile show notes as well. Mark III. Yeah, it does take a reaction to to block an attack, but just basically makes it doesn't happen <laughs> like that. It, it's a it's a big read for this, but it also does stuff like if it if you're required to take damage to like get poisoned or something that just doesn't happen if you, <laughs> you use this so can can really help for for those kind of attacks ooh, ooh, cool. right so what would you guys like to do next here you've you've got a, a passenger in this skittermander whelp this little green whelp that's attached itself to to andis what would you like to do next maybe you could throw it in the time dilation yeah, ah, but yes, perhaps it is. We can reason with it if it is uh, older. Sorry. Right. I mean, like, can I, can I try obviously it? it used to fit in this suit of armor, and now it can't. So if oh, like, yes, one of those time dilation is... thingies is like forward and one's backwards, maybe you nice. just throw it in the forward one and it'll spit out an adult. Patrick, do, can I do that? Logic just seems completely sound. And there's definitely... <laughs> No way that I can monkey paw this up. So <laughs> you, you, you toss in the baby in the unknown <laughs> temporal distortion. Oh, oh man, never follow an, an Adras idea without a skill check beforehand. That's a bad. <laughs> that's a bad idea. 
No, yeah, Tyler, if you get, I'm, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take responsibility for your bad ideas. No, <laughs> we're please. doing your, we're doing your dumb thing. <laughs> As you draw closer to the anomaly, um, Silo like clings to you. It's like, no, 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 <laughs> oh, oh no, no. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not gonna. On your armor. All right, if it's real freaked out, that I'm not gonna do it. Oh, that that seems- was gonna be a teen prodigy. No, <laughs> for some reason it doesn't want to go near this thing. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it had some kind of run in with one of these before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'll keep you safe. And I put him on my shoulder. <laughs> All right. So Silo's with you. We got a we got a Skittermander whelp. Uh, there's there's one other door kind of leading towards the inside of the 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 station's spike here towards the reactor, which seems to be doing crazy stuff right now this is part of what is happening with it shut down yeah and uh you come up to this final door and it seems to be locked at draw so it looks like you you got here first is there a keypad or interface this looks like it is there must be right Oh, I hope there's not I'd love to use these juggernaut boosters to kick it down <laughs> Uh, yeah, it looks like there is a security access point along the side here, but unlike almost all the other doors and security gates that you've come across, yeah, this one is is not opened for you. It's almost like whoever made it here was able to open up all the doors until they got to this one, and then maybe they were turned into babies by some kind of magical interference. Well, um... Can someone help me get the door? Chung, 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 chung. Uh, Are you going to kick it, Antis? I'm kicking it. Uh, 18. Tonk, tonk, tonk. Uh, yeah, as you, you go to beat this door in here, can it uh, looks like Alindra, Edros, Andis, can you guys give me a, a quick, quick perception check? I elect to fail. <laughs> Choose to not agree to any of your demands, Patrick, as a monster GM. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we've we rolled six uh, or three sixes in a row here. That's a, <laughs> oh, oh, no again. way. Momentous occasions. <laughs> yeah. Don't read too further into that. As you go to beat on the door, you hear a high pitched electrical sound. Uh, like a a massive amount of energy building up and bursting through the door at you is an electrical discharge that spells out the words to be continued next week a surge of electricity runs through you just jumps right through we'll see what happens then on next week's episode that's going to do it for us you think we got enough ammunition for <laughs> some trivia questions next week I, i've got a I, lot oh, of notes uh, <laughs> i was about to say rebecca been so quiet She's, i've just heard pencil scratch, or scratch, pen scratch. scribble yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, does anybody remember stuff. the does anybody remember the sound effect they used in death note when uh light was writing names in the notebook that's what rebecca's mic sounds like the whole time <laughs>
that's going to do it for this week's Cosmic Crit. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, Patrick. You. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for listening. Oh, we've got a lot more in book two, the Starstone Blockade coming next week. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.